0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Jessica Lynn Birdie and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for November 11th. A thousand feet long, three stacks, only one ship she could be, Goliath. TV audiences on this day in 1981 were asked to take a deep dive into the Atlantic Ocean to encounter the survivors of a shipwreck some 40 years after it was sunk by a German torpedo. The premise of the story was that a handful of people were lucky enough to find an air bubble trapped in the giant ocean liner and waited out until the end of World War II when a rescue team could find them. What the rescuers find, however, is a disturbingly evolved society with incredible technical achievements overshadowed by authoritarian rule and a very dark secret. Filmed over the summer of 1981, Goliath Awaits perfectly captured the interior of a 1930s British Ocean liner. That was a cinch as the original RMS Queen Mary sits in Long Beach, California, an easy drive from Los Angeles, unless you're in traffic. The wood-paneled art deco rooms were given a creepy makeover with green seaweed-powered lighting. Original passenger cabins, lounges, and the dining room were all featured as the complete world of Goliath's inhabitants. The all-star cast was headed up by television staple Mark Harmon, fresh off another movie about a ship, Beyond the Poseidon Adventure. Of course, he's playing a good guy right alongside stalwart actor Robert Forster. And they're part of the team that find the wreck of the RMS Goliath deep in the Atlantic Ocean. On board, John Carradine, Eddie Albert, Gene Marsh, and a young Emma Sams play some of the survivors, or offspring of the survivors, as the case may be. They are kept in a place by Frank Gorshin, an Irish henchman, and he serves at the whim of the commanding officer, played by the legendary Christopher Lee. So you know there's something sinister coming, right? We'll find out right after the break. In 40 years' time, the survivors of the Goliath had carved out a complex hierarchy, with Christopher Lee's John Mackenzie at the top. He was the only surviving officer of the sinking and a brilliant amateur scientist to boot. He fashioned ways to keep the lights on, to keep the air breathable, put food on the tables. Life was good enough that people could even take time to celebrate life's important milestones. Just don't get sick. There's a disease going around that seems to take no mercy on those who catch it. The ones who are surely to die from it are the old, the weak, the infirm. The worst thing to this self-contained world would be to feed the mouths of people who can't contribute in some way. Those who catch the virus and have no hope for recovery might be encouraged along their way. And once they're gone, let's just say that there's very little in the way of wasted resources aboard Goliath. Mackenzie is confident, though, that his latest invention, the heat transfer device, will provide all of them with unlimited power. Why would he or anyone else want to give up the artificially perfect society he's carved out below and return to the outside world? On top of the science and terror, there's a Lord of the Flies-style examination of a decaying social structure. Plus, they throw in a World War II political subplot and a love story just for good measure. The two-part miniseries premiered in the U.S. on November 11, 1981, and found a respectable life in worldwide syndication for the next several years. It became a bit of a cult classic, airing from time to time on cable and showing up in various DVD releases, though none of those are complete from the original miniseries broadcast this has been five minutes of science fiction history your daily sci-fi five for november 11th sci-fi five is produced by roddenberry entertainment executive producer rod roddenberry for more great podcasts check out podcast.roddenberry.com